South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Sunday. And one week from today, the Super Bowl down the street will be here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And this town is already starting to pent up energy. You can feel it all over town. People are coming in for all of the uh, big events that happened before the Super Bowl. All week long, there's going to be events all over uh, Las Vegas with, uh, you know, the Super Bowl stuff that's uh, going on. It's going to be great. And uh, celebrities are starting to show up, etc. It's just a fun time of year to be here in Vegas and right here at the South Point Hotel Casino on the Las Vegas Strip in Las Vegas. We come to you live and direct from the South Point Studios. And, of course, uh, if you're watching us or listening to us there, you know you did it through YouTube. And those of you listening, if you haven't tried it, do it. Go to YouTube, hit South Point Studio, you'll see us, you'll hear us. Uh, just like you do on the radio. And, of course, uh, we ask you to subscribe. If you haven't already, it's free. Just hit subscribe and 
uh, we appreciate that as well. So we welcome you to this Sunday before the Super Bowl Sunday. And, of course, uh, we come to you live and direct from this gaming capital. And, of course, uh, all of the other platforms that we have, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global, and, of course, your iPhone, your Android with your KSHP app that you can hear us, and, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting as well. It just goes on and on and on. However, wherever, whenever, welcome to the Sunday Race Day Show. The weather is changing in Southern California. They are getting slammed right now with the gale force. I mean, I'm telling you, they're they're expecting flooding in Southern California, right there across uh, Los Angeles and, of course, Arcadia, where Santa Anita's at. You already know, if you haven't already, that Santa Anita is canceling their racing today. No racing at Santa Anita today. Los Alamitos in Orange County, which is a little bit south of the uh, Santa Anita and Arcadia in Orange County, Los Alamitos is also canceled tonight. No racing tonight at Los Alamitos. So as far as Southern California is concerned, they have canceled the racing there, expecting large, large amount of water and raining today. That front is moving through here. We're starting to get a little drizzle outside right now here in Las Vegas. And uh, before the day is out, we will have rain. We're going to have rain Monday and Tuesday and part of Wednesday morning here in Las Vegas as that front moves from Southern California right through Las Vegas and on out to the East Coast. But hopefully uh, by about Wednesday afternoon and right through the Super Bowl, we should be fine with with great weather and uh, sunny skies. Hopefully, that's for sure. But for right now, Southern California is getting drenched. No racing Santa Anita or Los Alamitos. And uh, all we can say is uh, stay dry out there in Southern California, folks. Uh, That's for sure. All righty. Our handicappers, boy, they hit it out of the park yesterday. Our handicappers came up with seven picks overall on the entire show. Five, five of them reached the winner's circle. So I hope you had a good day with our handicappers as well. They're back. Uh, Rich Ang will be here. Uh, he does, uh, obviously, there's no Southern California, but Richie will uh, give us an update on the Super Bowl. I think he might have a pick somewhere else as well, so we'll wait and see. John Linda will be with us. No Linda report today for Santa Anita. He won't do one for uh, Gulfstream either, because if uh, the races come off the main track and the turf uh, at uh, Gulfstream today, uh, they'll be on the tapita footing, and uh, John says he doesn't want to do any handicapping there. He's not really... Um, you know, uh, feels comfortable with doing that. So there won't be any lender report, but he does have a selection for us as well. And, of course, Jerry Jackowitz will be along with his aqueduct pick for today. As far as the handicappers yesterday, well, Jerry came up with a winner. Uh, John Lendo came up with a winner. Rich Ang came up with a winner. But the guy who had both his selections win was Jonathan Hardoon, came up with two wins for our handicappers yesterday. Can't wait to see if we can parlay some of those winnings onto more winnings today, that's for sure. Let's take a look. Now let's take a look at the recap of the Kentucky Derby preps yesterday. I want to remind everybody, though, uh, for today. Uh, today there was one race that held Kentucky Oaks 20 points for the leaderboard. That was the Las Virginia Stakes out at Santa Anita. But as we know, the racing has been canceled today at Santa Anita. They have rescheduled that Las Virginia Stakes for the Kentucky Oaks 20 points next weekend. It'll be on uh, next Saturday, I believe. They're going to reschedule it for next Saturday. There was one race yesterday for the Kentucky Oaks as well for 20 points there. And, of course, uh, four Kentucky Derby prep races that held 20 points on the leaderboard there. 
So let's get started by taking a look at it. We'll start out with Oaklawn Park. It was an off-track yesterday at Oaklawn Park. It was uh, <clears throat> between muddy and sloppy at Oaklawn Park yesterday. But uh, the Southwest Stakes, holding 20 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard, went to Mystic Dan, who rolled up the inside and won under Brian Hernandez for trainer Kenny McPeak. Easy win, by the way, and two in the mud. So keep that in mind. If it comes up a muddy day at uh, Churchill Downs, we know this horse loves that stuff already. Mystic Dan paid $24.80 for the win. Just Steel, a horse that uh, Jonathan liked a lot, finished second in the race at a nice price. And uh, Liberal Arts was third in that race. And uh, big win there for Mystic Dan. As a matter of fact, between Brad Cox, Bob Baffert, Steve Asmussen, and Kenny McPeak, uh, dating back to 2021, they have combined to win 11 of uh, now 12 of Oaklawn's last 13 Kentucky Derby prep races. So now they're 12 for 14 overall in that condition. So keep that in mind when they move ahead uh, along the way to the Arkansas Derby there at Oaklawn. The winner there, Mystic Dan. And earlier in the day, with uh, the 20 points for the Kentucky Oaks, uh, the Martha Washington for three-year-old Phillies won by Band of Gold. Kenny McPeak, the trainer there, too. So Kenny McPeak won the two races that held the points for the Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby yesterday. Band of Gold under Brian Hernandez, who also won those two races for Kenny McPeak. Hernandez and uh, McPeak had a big day yesterday at Oakland. That horse paid $50.60 as an upset winner in the Martha Washington. Denim and Pearls was second, and Neom Neom. Beach was third in that race that uh, Kenny McPeak and Brian Hernandez winning both those Kentucky Oak preps and Kentucky Derby preps at Oaklawn yesterday. Other winners on their stakes race yesterday, the King Cotton won by Skelly. Skelly won gate to wire and a Hummer. Boy, this horse won. This is was his seventh win in a row for Skelly and sprint stakes. Steve Asmus and the trainer, Ricardo Santana, was getting his uh, win under uh, over Skelly, I should say. Uh, Asmussen was his third win on the day there, and seven in a row for Skelly. Wow, he ran them off their feet. Tejano Twist was second. Excess Magic was third in the King Cotton. And uh, Skelly tied for the highest buyer figure in all the stakes races yesterday with a 105 buyer figure in the King Cotton Sprint. Uh, Also, the American Beauty there won by Alva Starr, uh, Christian Torres for Brett Brinkman. Uh, paid two sixty as the prohibitive favorite in the American Beauty. Uh, Royal Spa was second, and Condensation finished third in that one. And those were the four stakes races yesterday at Oaklawn Park. Go to Aqueduct. Aqueduct, the Withers, holding 20 Kentucky Derby leaderboard points. The winner there was Uncle Heavy. Uncle Heavy, ridden to victory by Michelle Sanchez. For trainer Robert Reed, paid $20.60. That also was on an off track in the mud, so keep that in mind. Finishing second was El Grande O, and uh, in third in the race was the favorite, Lightline. Lightline finished third in the Withers. And again, uh, remember, if the race, uh, the Derby comes up muddy, these two horses uh, yesterday performed well in the mud. Uh, the Toboggan Stakes, uh, the undercard stakes race yesterday at Aqueduct, won by Super Chow for Jorge Delgado and Madison Oliver paying $10.20, outrunning Manny Waugh and Kinetic Sky. That at Aqueduct yesterday. And by the way, Jose Lascano and Linda Rice, 
They won the last race yesterday. That team continues to hit hot yesterday. By the way, uh, Jerry Jackowitz's selection at Aqueduct also hit. Not only did the horse win, good skate, it paid $9.50, but he connected with the dollar exact at six forty and the 50-cent trifecta, paying $7.25, beat the prohibitive odds-on favorite in that race with uh, good state skate yesterday uh, for Jerry's pick there at Aqueduct. All right, then we get to Santa Anita. The feature race, the Robert S. Lewis Stakes. 20 Kentucky Derby points up for grabs, but those 20 points are going to stay in the bank because the winner there decisively, scarily decisively, in an easy win was Nysos, Flavian Pratt winning for Bob Baffert. Not only did Baffert win that race, but a zip code back in second was his other horse, Wind Me Up, who finished second in the race. So you've got Nysos winning big at, uh, in the Robert Lewis. He's right now, as we speak, the favorite for the Santa Anita Derby, uh, but he's not going to the Kentucky Derby. We'll wait for him in the Preakness, won't we? Easy winner there. Paid $2.20. Looked like cattle in the ranch, money in the bank. That's for sure. Nysos winning decisively in the Robert Lewis. And he is the other one that tied with Skelly for the highest buyer figure of the day in stakes races yesterday. He also ran a 105 fire in that race. Uh, easy winner there. All right, other stakes races. The Megahertz won by uh, Bella Bell. Flavian Pratt aboard for Phil D'Amato. That horse paid five eighty, outrunning Mophy and uh, Justique. In the um, Thunder Road, the winner there was Goliad. Goliad went wire to wire. This horse was like a 20-length leader down the backstretch. I don't know what the other jockeys were thinking of in the race, but it was only a mile race on the turf. Understandably, they thought he was going to come back, but he never did. He went gate to wire easily. Goliad won the Thunder Road, paying twelve eighty for Kazuchi Kimura. Finishing second was uh, Dandy Man Shines. Third was Ah G's in that race as well. And then the Santa Monica, the Santa Monica Stakes, uh, the winner there for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up, was three witches, an easy win there. Flavian Pratt's third stakes win of the day at Santa Anita yesterday. Mike McCarthy trained. Uh, three witches paid five twenty, outrunning Chismosa and uh, Kristen Bosch. And uh, as far as our handicappers were concerned, Jonathan Nardoon had the seventh race winner take charge Curly, paying eight forty, beating the favorite in that race. By the way, the odds-on favorite in that one, and Rich Ang uh, gave us uh, three witches who won the uh, Santa Monica yesterday at Santa Anita. And uh, by the way, the uh, Bob Lewis stakes. This was the seventh. Sixth win, I should say. The sixth win in a row for trainer Bob Baffert. He's won this race 12 times overall, but six wins in a row. Remember, these are all with different three-year-olds. Baffert winning the Robert Lewis, but he won't go to the Kentucky Derby. All right, then we get to Gulfstream Park. The big race there of the day because of the participation of the two-year-old champion from last year, the Eclipse Award winner and the Breeders' Cup Juvenile winner, was, of course... In the race, Fierceness looked like Fierceness had a really troubled trip in this race, although it never looked like he was ready to put in his big effort because he was beat. Beat by a horse called Hades under Paco Lopez, who went on and near the lead all the way around in the mile and 16th Holy Bull. Hades pays $20.40 for Jose Orsino, the trainer there. Paco Lopez gets the win. Domestic product finished second, outrunning Fierceness, who was third. 
fierceness never looked like he was either comfortable and he got a he got a very pretty much of a rough trip yesterday in his three-year-old debut he'll come back to fight another day no doubt about it his owner uh, mr rapoli uh, tweeted out this morning that he came out of the race fine uh, but rapoli said he didn't so we'll wait and see about that that's for sure other stakes wins on the card yesterday the forward gal for three-year-old fillies at seven furlongs won by sharper rose Edgar Zayas aboard 640 there for Safi Joseph Jr. This race held 20 points for the Kentucky Oaks. It was 20 points for the Kentucky Oaks, and uh, uh, R. Uh, Harper Rose got the victory there for that. Uh, Fiona Magic was second. Chichi was third in that race. In the earlier race at seven furlongs for three-year-olds, the Swale Stakes won by Frankie's Empire for um, Miguel Vasquez. Michael Yates trains there. This horse was wide all the way around this racetrack and still managed to get the victory. Uh, Le Dom Bro was second. Grandmo the first was third. Frankie's Empire paid $30 for the win there in that one. And in the uh, Kitten's Joy Stakes, First World War, a pick by Jonathan Hardoon gets there on the turf for Brendan Walsh and Tyler Gaffleone. That was Gaffleone's second win of the day, paying $7 even. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Hammerstein was second, uh, Tokeo was third in that one, and the other stakes race on the day, the sweetest chant won by Life's and Audible. Irad Ortiz Jr. had his second win of the day there for Todd Pletcher, 580, outrunning stylish points and dynamic pricing. Another uh, note on racing yesterday at Gulfstream was the fifth race on the card. My C. Cottage wins the race under Irad Ortiz Jr. It was Mark Cassie trainee, paid 1020 and set a new course record in the race of 126.03 in the seven-and-a-half furlong turf race there. Also, a quick note, John Lindo came up with a winner for us in the seventh race at Gulfstream. Poolside with Slim, Luis Saez, his second win of the day, paid 660. So John and Jonathan both gave us winners yesterday at Gulfstream. And then the coast-to-coast pick five. And the winning numbers, 44661. Prices in those races, 640-580-7 even, 220, that was the nicest, uh, nicest win. And the uh, Hades winning the, um, the Holy Bull, paying $20.40. Winning in numbers again, 44661, the dollar payoff paid $1,034.90. Not too shabby for those uh, winners there. All right, we got a lot to do. We're going to go to our first break, and when we come back, we got Jonathan, John, Richie, and Jerry. And let's have some more winners. How about that, huh? Don't go away. You're listening to The Race Day and watching The Race Day Las Vegas show right here at the South Point Studios, one week away from the Super Bowl right here in your gaming capital of the world. We'll be right back. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered.
right, back on race day for this Sunday. Looking at the weather across the country, as we say, uh, California is getting slammed, no doubt about it, and that's going to move right across the uh, southwest. There's going to be snow in the higher areas as well, both in the Sierras in uh, California and certainly here in northern Nevada. Uh, More uh, action going on in the Midwest, and uh, there's going to be some rain, uh, some action going on in Florida, down in South Florida, so wait and see if they're going to keep the turf races on there. Gulfstream, a quick note, uh, talking about the highest buyers figure of the day for the uh, Kentucky Derby prep races yesterday with Nisos winning and getting a 105 buyer in the Bob Lewis. Other uh, Kentucky Derby prep buyers for the winners there, Mystic Dan in the um, Southwest got a 101. Hades got an 85 in the Holy Bull, and Uncle Heavy, winning the Withers, got an 84 buyer there. All right, time to get started with our menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers, racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas, where it's going to be nice, warm, comfortable, and dry in our race books here, certainly the one right here behind me at the South Point. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. We are in the Pacific time zone. So if you're in the Pacific time zone, not a problem. But look, you know, all of the folks listening to us around the world, we know you're in other time zones. So adjust from the Pacific time zone to whatever one you're in so you don't miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, here we go. Here's the menu for today. We begin with Gulfstream Park in Florida. Again, there might be a tricky going there with the track conditions today at uh, Gulfstream. First post time is 9.10 at Gulfstream. Their pick six jackpot carryover has climbed now to $61,975. Remember, it was a mandatory payoff last Sunday, but it's now standing at $61,975. That's the pick six jackpot carryover at Gulfstream today. Nine races, first post time, 9.10. Then we go to the Big A Aqueduct in New York. Now, believe it or not, all that stuff is out of the way at uh, Aqueduct. So right now, before they get the second run coming through from the West Coast, it's sunny and 34 degrees. The track is labeled good at uh, Aqueduct. First post time for nine races. The Big A today is 9.20. They had an... We had the 9.20 post time yesterday at Aqueduct, but the first race went off early, and I don't know why. I'm sure that uh, maybe Jonathan Hardoon has an answer there. But anyhow, Aqueduct's first post time is posted at 9.20 today for their nine races. Laurel Park has nine races. Uh, they have a carryover at Laurel Park. Their uh, pick six jackpot carryover, $1,559. Nine races, first post time is at 9.25. Tampa Bay Downs comes next. Tampa, Tampa Bay Downs has a pick six jackpot carryover of $78,721. Their first post time at Tampa Bay for nine races is at 9.30, 9.30 at Tampa Bay. Now, Oaklawn Park, which had uh, muddy going yesterday, and they might have the same today. I don't know, but I could tell you there's a lot of weather moving through there in Arkansas. They have 10 races today at Oaklawn and a first post time of 10.30, 10.30 at Oaklawn Park. Fairgrounds has eight races. Their first post time at the Fairgrounds is at uh, 10.45, 10.45 at the Fairgrounds with a first post time there in New Orleans. That, of course, again, Pacific time. And then uh, the next uh, race track up is Sunland Park. Sunland Park's got nine quarter horse races today. A couple of stakes races, though. The $100,000 Star Western Wear Stakes at 870 yards is the eighth. And the $193,285 Shoe Fly Stakes is the ninth on the card for three-year-olds at 400 yards. Big purses today at, uh, at uh, Sunland Park. 
first post time at Sunland is set at um, 11.25. And they've got a small Super High Five carryover of $124. First post time, 11.25 at Sunland. Well, they're racing in California, but it's in Northern California. Golden Gate uh, says they're racing today. Now, they have a Super High Five carryover going on there at $5,320. Their Pick 6 jackpot carryover at the Golden Gate is $47,590. And their first post time is 12.45. They are a go at the Gulfstream. Remember, they do have that synthetic racetrack there. All right, that's uh, the menu. Don't forget, no, no Southern California racing today. We're going to bring in uh, Jonathan Hardoon right now. Uh, congratulations, Jonathan, with those two nice winners for us yesterday. Yeah, it certainly helped, Ralph, and uh, hopefully we can keep it going. Well, uh, any impressions of what happened yesterday as far as the uh, Derby prep races are concerned? Well, Niso certainly uh, proved that he's one of the top three-year-olds, if not the top three-year-old at this point. And the sad news is we're not going to get to see this horse run on Derby Day. It's a disgrace. It's they, I mean, it's just terrible. Who, who are they hurting by him not running? They're only hurting the game. You know, this this horse has the potential to be something special and obviously could be a fan favorite. And on Derby Day, he'll be sitting in the stall. Just doesn't seem very fair, and it's not good for the game, and uh, it's not good for anyone, really. But uh, Churchill made up their mind, and uh, they're going to have to live with it. Well, you know, we were joking about uh, putting on a race at Santa Anita, the Kentucky Derby, uh, you know, non-starter race or whatever they want to call it. But they should actually... Uh, try to card a race on Derby Day that will feature the three-year-olds, even if it's an allowance race that has conditions that he can fit in, to, to show him, you know, to race on a Derby Day. Because I'm sure that Baffert, before this happened, had a schedule for this horse that if he stayed sound and healthy, and if he does, that uh, he would have him pointed for the first Saturday in May and get the uh, screws tight, so to speak. Of course, it was legit yesterday. That was a nice, nice win. Yeah, and he's going to run in the Santa Anita Derby, I guess, next is what yeah. they have, uh, you know, pointed for him. And it's just, again, it's just, it's bad, Ralph. The game needs all the help they could get. And uh, by keeping this horse out of the Derby, again, it doesn't do anyone any good. By the way, back to the Southwest where Mystic Dan won. Yeah. You want to see a ride? You want to see a ride by a jockey? Yeah. <laughs> Watch what Brian Anders does. From the 10 post, yep. he ends up on the rail going into the first turn. It was one of the greatest rides you'll ever see. You know, it goes under the radar because he ended up winning by so much. I don't know if the ride made the difference, but it was just a terrific ride. He shaved the rail. Not often you'll get it over from the 10 post to the rail and be able to do what he did, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. He sure does, and that win in the earlier race uh, for the Kentucky Oaks uh, prep uh, was a pretty good one, too. And like uh, Kenny McPeak has got it. Two nice uh, stars for both of those races, Kentucky Oaks Day Friday, Kentucky Derby Day Saturday right now, especially if it rains uh, in uh, yeah. Louisville uh, during that weekend, that's for sure. But all And in- it certainly it rains a lot of times on Derby Day, and, uh, you know, if it rains, it only moves him up. Yeah, all in all, it was, uh, it was an interesting day of racing for the Derby preps, that's for sure. And as far as the Derby preps are concerned, Next week, we do have one on uh, February 10th. That's the next one coming up. It's the Sam Davis part of the Tampa Bay Derby Series on the way to the Kentucky Derby. That'll be at Tampa Bay for three-year-olds uh, next, uh, next weekend at a mile and 16th. So we'll wait and see. Usually, Pletcher, those guys usually send a horse or two down there, right? 
they send them up from Gulfstream. It's no big deal. It's a couple hours away. And uh, sometimes it's their second string that turn out to be their first string. But, you know, that's probably the thinking behind it. All right. And, of course, uh, on that day as well, the Suncoast takes for the three-year-old Phillies. And, uh, and like we said earlier with the cancellation today of the Las Virginias at uh, Santa Anita, they're going to reschedule it for next week as well. So we're on the road to the Kentucky Derby. And the Kentucky Derby points now, the point-getting races, the points are going to get higher and higher, that's for sure. Uh, but all in all, I think it was, I, you know, I don't know about the uh, the wither stakes. It looked like it was a pretty weak field. It was a weak field. We said it before. We didn't think the Derby winner was going to be in New York yesterday. And the track was a mess, Ralph. You could either handle it or you couldn't handle it. It's been raining. Finally, today's a beautiful day, but it rained all last week. And the track is really very heavy, very slow. And, uh, you know, I don't know what you could really take out of that race. We'll have to see where those horses run next. Now, uh, Jonathan, uh, as far as, uh, you know, fierceness, uh, you know, everybody was uh, thinking he was a free bingo square and the coast-to-coast the coast pick five and all the other bets there. But uh, I know he got a rough trip, but he kind of looked flat anyhow, didn't he? He may have had a rough trip, but no excuse, Ralph. He was between horses. You know, you don't want to put a horse between horses coming off of a layoff, especially a horse that only has three career starts. You know, Johnny V was stuck in that position, but he had no excuse, Ralph. He had no excuse. When, when you know, when it came time to run, he was just flat. You know, horses like people have bad days, and he just didn't show up yesterday. We knew he wasn't going to be squeezed, and we always say if you're going to beat these kind of horses, you want to beat them on their race back. But honestly, I thought that uh, he was really – uh, heads and shoulders ahead of that field. It turned out he wasn't. He just didn't fire. And once he doesn't fire, it becomes a wide open event. And uh, if you remember, uh, when he, as a two year old, uh, the race before the Breeders' Cup Juvenile was a clunker, too. And then he comes. Yeah. And then yeah. he comes back and runs a super race in the uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile. So I take a look at him next time because, like they said, he uh, this morning he was fine and no no problems with him. He just decided, I guess, not to run yesterday. No matter what John. Well, I was about the two wins he had in his maiden victory. He made the lead and kept going, and in the Breeders' Cup, he made the lead and kept going. He had no, you know, there was no fighting or nothing. He had easy leads in both of those races. Maybe he's the kind of horse that needs an easy lead. I don't know. If I had a choice between Nisos and and him at this point, obviously I'd be taking Nisos if I had a choice. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, we'll wait and see, though. It's uh, today, Yesterday wasn't Derby Day, and we'll wait and see what happens. But Nisos won't be participating anyhow, so it doesn't make any difference. All right. nice Two nice winners yesterday. Give me more, give me more, give me more. Okay, let's go to Aqueduct race number four, seven furlongs on the main track. And I like the number six horse in here, Fancy Feline. This is a six-year-old mare from the Rachel Sales Barn. I like the rider switch today to Trevor McCarthy. Her last two races, she was totally against the track. You couldn't pass a horse on either one of those days. Look for number six, Fancy Feline, to get a much better trip today. I like number four, Fancy Feline, six to one on the morning line to upset and win today's fourth race out at Aqueduct. Yes, and uh, let's uh, just make a quick correction because our graphic says number six, Fancy Feline, and she is number six in the race, not number four. Race four. Race number four. Number six. Right. It's, yeah. It says race, it on the graphic. Yeah, race four, <laughs> number six. Yeah, you, right. said, you did say race four, number four, though. You just said that. Oh, I'm sorry. Race four, well, number okay. six. We don't. Six is right. We don't care that you're sorry. As long as you get a winner, we don't care. That's right. In the fourth race, folks, number six, 
that is Fancy Feline in the fourth race. Jonathan Hardoon's pick at the Big A. Where else are we going? We're going to Gulfstream race number nine, and I really hope this horse stays on the gr- this race stays on the grass because this is a turf only selection, and I love the number ten horse in here. Run Curtis, run! Uh, this is a five year old from the Mike Maker barn. Go watch a replay of this horse's last race. He drew inside that day. Yeah. Uh, going five furlongs. He was shuffled back to last. Not easy when you're a, a dead closer and you draw inside. You're going to overcome traffic, and that's what this horse had to do, and he wasn't able to do it. However, today he draws an outside box. There's enough early speed. Javier Castellano aboard to ride. 10 to 1 on the morning line. Number 10, run, Curtis, run. Turf only. Today's final, ninth and final out at Gulf Street. All right. Number 10 in the ninth race. Stay, 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 stay on the turf at 10 to 1 on the morning line. The 10 in the ninth at Gulf Stream. Uh, any, um, any thoughts about uh, those five furlongs, those quick five furlong turf races at Gulf Stream where you draw the outside post and you hit the turn real quick? Yeah, but they're going to be coming back to this horse, I hope. I mean, it looks like there's a lot of early speed and uh, – this horse will be flying late, and we'll get up in time. All right. You got it, Jonathan. Thanks so much. Did a yeoman's job over the weekend for us. And, of course, uh, we'll give you a couple of days off, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. I'm sure you'll have a soapbox for us on Wednesday. I'm sure I will. We have Tampa and Wall Street selections for Wednesday, by the way. All right. You show. got it, my man. Thanks a lot. Have a great two days off. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. Stay dry, too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and don't forget, folks, Jonathan's got full uh, sheets for both Gulfstream and Aqueduct today as well. All right, we're going to be right back with our uh, Super Bowl handicapping guru. At least uh, we're going to try to make him a guru, that's for sure. It was great during the playoffs. Rich Ang is starting to sharpen his tool for the Super Bowl coming up. I'll bet you he might have a horse or two for us as well. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially at Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Spoiler. Child 
Eagles college education and going to the game at the stadium here in Las Vegas. Travel a couple of miles south right here at the South Point uh, Complex. The South Point Hotel Casino is going to kick out the jams, so to speak, for the uh, Super Bowl. Big game parties all over the place here at the South Point. The Grand Ballroom, the Exhibit Hall, and the Napa Showroom will all be open free of charge with big screen TVs, bedding windows, and, of course, food and drink specials. So you're not going to have to mortgage anything to to watch the game and have a drink or two and certainly eat as well. Free admission, you must be 21, and the doors open in all these uh, uh, exhibit hall, grand ballroom, and the Napa showroom, etc. at 10.30 a.m. Super Bowl Sunday. That's next Sunday. And I got to tell you, I've been to these parties several times here at the South Point. And it is a home run, no doubt about it. You're going to have a lot of fun with your friends, and it'll be just like being at the game, except you won't have to worry about all that traffic leaving the games. That's for sure. Rich Ang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Uh, you know, I suggested to Sandy we take out a home equity loan of 20000 to buy a <laughs> Super Bowl ticket. But she nixed that idea pretty quickly. Yeah, she's uh, obviously, uh, by that statement, the smart one of the uh, of the uh, marriage <laughs> there, that's for sure. In any case, uh, they're, they're starting to pile up the pages of prop bets, and uh, certainly uh, they've had uh, three versions of it so far here at the South Point. They had the single-page one, then they had the multi-page one, and now they got a multi-multi-page one of uh, prop bets uh, going on all over the place. I know you perused it a little bit. What uh, you got a prop or two that might uh, stick out as far as the Super Bowl one week from today? Yeah, well, first, uh, you know, I, I recommend uh, the folks pick these up because it's got uh, more than five hundred different props and different kind of pricing, and uh, it's really fun to actually kind of go through. Obviously, uh, nobody in their right mind is going to bet them all, but uh, you know, I've gone to Super Bowl parties, Ralph, where you know somebody uh, goes to the the South Point book and buys a whole bunch of $5 tickets and then hands them out uh, before the game kicks off. So everybody at the party has something to root for as far as a ticket. But, um, you know, I, I just want to say one thing real quick. Yeah. Uh, what the South Point has done that's a really uh, sports better friendly. One is if you bet the game straight uh, and you actually go to the South Point, they will give you a minus 105, which is, you know, five points better than the minus. 110 that most places do. And if you're going to bet some of the gimmick bets like uh, the opening coin toss, uh, you know, who's going to, which team's going to get it to, you know, who's, who's going to uh, call heads or tails, they're actually pricing it at 102, minus 102. Yeah. And some of these places, believe, believe it or not, Ralph, they charge like minus 115 on the coin toss, so you're giving up 30% of juice. So uh, at least they're doing some good things to. To, to make it more uh, player-friendly. Not even a question about it. They always have at uh, the South Point here. That's a, a great point to have. And remember, folks, uh, the 105 and 102 may not mean a lot to the uh, the casual player, but for the guys who are going to tee it up, that does make a difference. And, they're, they're, and that is usually what people say is where the, uh, the bookmaker will make money because, uh, as you know, on every prop- proposition, every bet they offer – uh, the the optimum thing is to have as much money on one side as the other, and you take the juice, and that's what the juice is. But they're cutting down big time their juice, which is the profit uh, to offer for the folks on the big game, that's for sure. All right, well, um, you know, I've hit on the safety a few times. I hit on uh, the uh, tie 
in the overtime last year. I got to tell you, Richie, the way this point spread is so tight uh, this year at the uh, at the South Point, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to go for a tie again. I'm going to go for overtime. They they might in the last minute need a field goal to tie and get an overtime. Yeah, when you see a point spread of minus two most of the week, that is the bookmakers telling us that this game looks really close. Looks like a one possession game. Maybe even uh, the winner is going to be who has the ball last. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a a, a prop of uh, will there be a walk off field goal right, or a right. walk off score. Right. To decide the game. You know, there's stuff like that. But, you know, every every day for uh, next today and next week, I'll give out two props a day, Ralph, right up until uh, kickoff on Sunday. So uh, let me uh, go over a couple of props that I'm going to give out today mm-hmm. uh, to the folks. And I'll repeat them on Wednesday in case uh, somebody, for whatever reason, didn't listen right. on Sunday. Go ahead. But the first one is uh, the total gross passing yards by Brock Purdy. The quarterback of the 49ers in the game. South Point has it at 242 and a half. And uh, I, I definitely uh, like the under 242 and a half. I think one of my reasonings for that, Ralph, is that uh, you have to look at the, the game plan of how these uh, head coaches, Andy Reid and uh, Shanahan, are going to game plan. I really think that the 49ers are going to try to run the football and take the pressure off of Purdy, which to me tells me they're going to throw the ball less. And if you throw the ball less, you're going to probably get less yards. So I'm going to take under 242.5, and and that doesn't matter to me whether the 49ers actually win the football game or not. Okay. The other problem I give out is total rushing yards in the game by Isaiah Pacheco, the running back, the number one running back of the Kansas City Chiefs. The South Point has 65.5 yards. I am going over. I like over 65 and a half. I think the Chiefs, uh, in a similar vein, will try to run the football a lot. A lot of short passes by Mahomes. But, uh, you know, like for the, the last couple of weeks, we've mm-hmm. seen uh, running backs run very well against the 49er uh, uh, defensive line. Right. You know, Jones and the, the, the other kid, Montgomery, last week for the Lions, they gained a lot of yards rushing the football. Pacheco gets most of the carries. So I'm going over. 65 and a half yards with Pacheco. All right, and you got a pick for a horse? Yeah, let's go to a Laurel Park. Uh, this is uh, Maryland. Uh, you usually don't give out picks there, but I have a sheet with has simulcast plays. Let's go to race number four at Laurel. It's a mile and a 16th. That's two turns on the main track. Maiden claiming 30,000. The horse dropping down that I think can close into a, a modest pace is number three. Classy Chick, six to one in the morning line. Madeline Rowland who uh, was riding for a while in New York, and now she's uh, switched her tack over to Laurel. But this horse should get a nice trip and should finish. So we'll go 25 win, place two for the ROI, number three, Classy Chick in the fourth. Fourth race, number three, Classy Chick, Laurel Park. And uh, Richie, will keep an eye on all of the action going on next week in the Super Bowl with you. And until then, until Wednesday, uh, thanks a lot, my man, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right. Remember, Richie had a winner for us yesterday as well. Okay, we're going to come back with John Lindo. I know there's no Santa Anita, but uh, John Lindo has a thought or two, maybe a pick. I think he has one for you. And then, of course, we'll get the Jerry Jackowitz. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 
South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Uh, quick note here, folks, at the South Point Studio uh, feed on the YouTube. You better be with us next week because those shows that you see on the graphic now, the Punchline Show with Frank Nicotero and Sports by the Book, both shows all week next week will be in Radio Row at the Super Bowl site. Radio Row there. Today, Sports by the Book will start at 8.30 this morning, 8.30 to 9.30 this morning. Uh, special time for Sports by the Book. But both of those shows go on the road to the stadium next week. Keep it right here. All right, let's go to John Lindo. Stand by, John. Good morning. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine, John. I know there's no racing in Southern California, but has it started raining yet there, big time? Not a drop of rain yet, Ralph. Nothing yet. Uh, supposed to get it in later today. We'll see. <laughs> oh, my. If the sun comes out, oh, my, oh, my. A quick thought about any of the uh, Kentucky Derby prep races from yesterday. A couple things. Uh, Nicelos checked a lot of boxes. He wasn't able to make the lead, but he rated nice. He took dirt in his face for the first time. He showed he can handle two turns. And he showed that acceleration you like to see. He was spectacular. And in the uh, Holy Bull, you know, Fiercest has had uh, trouble in two starts, couldn't get it done. He has had a little trouble with adversity. And, you know, in the Derby with 20 horses, you better be able to overcome trouble. So that's something we have to watch. No question about that. That's for sure, John. Uh, you're scheduled for next week. I'll do Gulfstream Park on Thursday. We'll do Santa Anita Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All right. You got it, my man. Nice win uh, yesterday in uh, that maiden race for three-year-old fillies at Gulfstream with uh, poolside with Slim. A nice 660 win there with Luis Saez, but a solid win at that. Yeah, this is a horse that might be a really nice horse. We'll see when he gets a chance on the grass. But George Arnold looks like a, he has a talented filly there. No question about that. That's for sure. And, man, what about uh, my Sea Cottage uh, going uh, seven and a half furlongs on the turf and a new course record earlier in the day? That, uh, that grass course must be in great shape at Gulfstream right now. Well, they haven't had rain for a couple of weeks, and it's lightning fast. We saw some really fast times on that course. There was a new course record on Pegasus Day, so yeah. that rain that's supposed to come in today, it, it, I think they could use it. Now, John, I know that you were uh, hesitant about doing a Gulfstream Park uh, Lindo report today because uh, with the weather as it is there in South Florida as well, the way the weather is predicted to be down there, uh, there's a good possibility that the turf races will go to the uh, tapita, the synthetic footing, and there'll be a multitude of the races then, if that's the case, on the tap of the footing. And you're really not comfortable with, uh, with handicapping and giving out, you know, uh, to uh, the Linda report uh, for that uh, condition. 
Well, I don't mind a few of them, but there's only one dirt race today at Gulfstream, Ralph. And if those races come off the grass, we're looking at eight torpedo races. And uh, again, um, it's just that I, I want to get involved with you know that that much. And I, I don't think it would be my best effort, so I'm not going to do it that way if I can't do the best I can for our customers. You're darn right, and uh, we appreciate that, that's for sure. But you did uh, manage to root out a horse for us at Gulfstream, I would imagine, if it stays on the turf. This one's either way. I'm going to go to the ninth and final, the same race as uh, John Hardoon. I like number two, Smokin' Jay. This is a horse that runs best with Lasix. He drops out of a couple of stakes races, gets the Lasix back. He loves the turf course at Gulfstream, and he's also won a couple of times on synthetic. So if it's forced off, ending up on the synthetic track, he's okay. From post number two, I think he falls into a good stocking trip. Six to one is a, a, a fair odds here. So number two, Smokin' Jay, ninth and final at Gulfstream Park. All right, Gulfstream Park, ninth and final. You guys uh, gave me a Sirocco play to end the uh, the day today. In the ninth race, you like the two, Smokin' Jay. Jonathan likes the ten, uh, Run, Curtis Run. Jonathan's play is for turf only, so if it stays on the turf, I got a Sirocco play of the two, ten, ten, two in the ninth race. Uh, John, I, I know that uh, you'll probably have a thought or two about the Super Bowl next week as well, so uh, stay dry, and uh, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Yeah, I wish I had that list of. Uh, we got to get the South Point to put on the website all the uh, propositions. I got to take a look at this thing. Yeah, no question about that uh, for sure. A lot of uh, a lot of different scenarios uh, that, and, and they're all covered. Believe me, everything's covered from the coin toss <laughs> to you know whatever. Hey, thanks a lot, John. Okay. All, all right, John uh, broke up a little bit there at the end, but nevertheless, he said goodbye and thank you, and we thank him for his selection. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz who also gave us a win yesterday, Jerry did. Uh, Jerry Jackowitz, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. And uh, you, I would imagine, at least had an opportunity to see uh, some of the uh, prep races for the Derby yesterday. Anything impress you? NYSOS, or as I like to call them, New York SOS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really liked them before the race. I know you must like them even better after the race. And uh, in, yeah. all, in all due uh, honesty, I think we'll give Fierceness a pass yesterday. But, uh, you know, he's got to overcome adversity if he wants to come uh, to the Kentucky Derby and be a contender because we know what that place is like on Derby Day. You know, the horse with phenomenal ability, but he might have a loose screw. I don't know. So. <laughs> he might be a head case horse, you think? Uh, who knows? Yeah, maybe. You know, you have to get the uh, on the show the uh, the horsey psychiatrist to uh, yeah, we'll have you know, to big speed, you know, speed ratings and stuff. I can't, I can't judge what goes on between the ears. But well, maybe we can if we can find Mister Ed. Maybe he can talk to him for us, huh? There you go. Get him on the show. All right. Anyhow, uh, the track is labeled good today at uh, at Aqueduct, and uh, it's going to be yeah. uh, right around a little bit over freezing by the time they get started there. Uh, so, uh, and I do have the scratches in front of me. So, what are we doing today at Aqueduct? Well, I'm sorry, I couldn't. I got up a little late, so I didn't get to the scratches. Okay, yet, I'll so, give them, I'll give them to you if you give me one. I'm going to give you two plays today because you know we're just doing Aqueduct. There's no Santa Anita. And stick with the program of the last 27 years, Ralph. Yes, sir. In race number two, uh, print track for Rudy uh, Rodriguez. We're sort of dropping a class here into an allowance twenty. Um, it's a good, it's a nice field, but I think this horse is just in like one of those periods of time when the horse is just in really great shape. He's just going to keep winning and, and running 
he likes everything about about the, this about Aqueduct and the the temperature and everything is right. The two horse in race number two is going to be our win bet. We'll play the two over the one four small reverses. This is basically a pretty much two over the one four type of play. All right, and again, that's in the second race, the two uh, print track, and uh, you're going to use them over uh, the one and four. You say correct. All right, now versus even that's all right there's an entry there of one and one a and by the way they're both going the only scratch in the race is the five so either one of the two entries go it's a go right right uh, absolutely well i have have it handicapped for either one okay so in the second race number two print track uh print track the two over the ones and the four and reverse with the two the two in the second and where's our second play coming We'll go to the fifth race, Ralph. This is my featured play on the Power Page Plus. Mm-hmm. By the way, Ralph, just as a mention, you know, I have on my Power Page Plus, I have horses marked as either pop-out keys or or uh, featured play. We had a pop-out key um, in the fourth race, only paid $62 to win. Yes, that's exactly page. right. Uh, when you get the Power Page Plus, folks, the other uh, the offers on that would be a V, our value play a P with a pop-out key and certainly the stars, etc. But that, that that thing popped yesterday at sixty-two dollars. That was a biggie. Yeah, he was a V horse and also a pop-out, also a pop-out, pop-out key. key. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so in the fifth race, you like the four Rufa. In the fifth race, I like the four Rufa. Uh, I just love this horse coming off that race. I think it's going to improve off it. That was an easy win. I like the four over the one three five. I'll take him down to four to five. I don't say that very often. All right, uh, so it's almost a free bingo square for you in the fifth race, which is the anchor in the early pick five and early pick four today at Aqueduct. And, of course, uh, right uh, in the early uh, races of the pick six. Fifth race, number four, Rufa, uh, and it's uh, a play over the one, three, five, and reverse, uh, the $2 ROI, two on the four, Rufa. And, again, uh, remember about those extras. Uh, a little bit light on uh, the power page plus today as far as uh, the the uh, symbols that you were talking about, I see on the sheet uh, three pop-out keys and a V play. Uh, ironically, I can't believe you'd have no stars today, huh? It's one of those crazy days. I, it may be the first day in 27 years. I'm, yeah. I always, always, but no Star Horses, so it just, which isn't a bad thing because everything has its own value right, structure. Right, right, yeah help you make decisions about what's the right thing. No, we don't not, so. we don't want to push anything if it's not there, that's for sure. You and John take uh, your your craft very uh, seriously and so uh, that's the way it is there. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up this uh, Sunday race day show, hoping our handicappers will stay hot and give us some more winners. In the meantime, it's going to be a crazy week next week from Las Vegas, but we'll be here starting Wednesday on our march to the Super Bowl weekend and, of course, covering racing Las Vegas style. In the meantime, say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody. <laughs>